everybody. Welcome to Junk Miles. Easter Eve spectacular. Easter celebration spectacular. I'm Jeff Lyons, your host. Got another host, Chip Chantry. How you doing, Chip? I'm Easter-tastic, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm attempting to put this on my Facebook page right now. That's why there's always a little, uh, I feel like there's always a little bit of a, a delay, a lag in my, yeah. uh, you know, it's not that I'm not interested. It's just that, you know, I, 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 I'm not very technically inclined. I can't multitask. Right, right. You know, you know how it is. Yeah, let me see if I put this up. All right. There we go. Um, yeah, we're very excited. Chip, are you a big Easter guy? Huge Easter guy. Favorite holiday of the year for me. <laughs> I go big. I go extremely big. I, I, I get tons of candy. I wait at my door. <laughs> no children come and knock. I get very disappointed. But then I just eat. Uh, my sorrows until the early hours of the morning. Right. That's how I, that's how I do it. I want to get right into this. I know a lot of people listen to junk miles of chip and Jeff, because we talk a lot about a lot of interesting things, comedy, music, TV, big part of the show. People are really into is pet talk where you pet talk. Love, love talking about our pets, other people's pets. Word on the street is there's rumors abounding. Rumors abounding. There's a lot of talk in South Philly. A lot of people out in the streets of South Philly notice there's a lot less hoagie droppings on the ground lately. Yes. And I think that can only mean one thing. Is there a new member of the Chantry broadband family that we, we need to know about? There is. So we, we of course, have our cats, Gary and Ernie, who mm-hmm. uh, have been uh, just with us all throughout. Unfortunately, we lost uh, Stanley, the man, the back man, up. Yep. Back last June, I can't believe it's almost a year. But as of about a week or so ago, uh, we got a new edition, which I'm, I'm going to go get. So if you want to vamp oh for a God, moment yes. or two. Guys, this is a, a monumental day. We all love when we get new pets. I got two dogs uh, about two and a half years ago. They are colossal pain in the butts, and I love them more than life itself. They're fantastic. Chip has two cats, Ernie and Gary, wonderful cats. And... They introduced this new fella. He's coming. I can see him. And he's very handsome. I saw a picture of this guy. Oh, my goodness. Here, here he is, ladies Look and gentlemen. This. this is uh, this is none other than this is Franklin right here. This is Mr. Franklin. Uh, he is a good, very good boy. As you can tell, he's very excited to be on a podcast right now. Is this his first podcast, Jim? There's his penis. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this might be his first podcast. He was on Zoom once. Yeah. Actually, I, twice probably on Zoom. But yeah. This, this is his first official podcast, first Facebook Live, and he's—I think he's handled it very well. He's a very good boy. How old and, do we uh, think Franklin is? So uh, we believe him to be about four or five years old. Yeah. So Franklin is about four or five, we think. Uh, we we found him. Uh, well, we didn't find him. A uh, friend of a friend found him in uh, uh, by Temple University, and uh, so they were looking for a home, and then nobody claimed him. He's he's chipped and everything, but the you know the owners didn't claim him. So. Uh, I don't know who, who wouldn't want this guy exactly. So um, he, uh, yeah. So he he came to us and he's been a very good boy ever since. And uh, yeah, it's been about two or three weeks. Now, and, Chip, yeah. I, I know that you. Many people get a dog. You know, there's different aspects of your home life. Will the dog be comfortable with? He has two roommates. Inst- besides you and Kim, of course, there's two other roommates. 
Yes. Yeah, with the cats. And uh, I'm, I'm actually going to put him down right now because yep. sometimes he gets very interested in the other uh, – and I'll actually explain why. But uh, as you can tell, he's very excited right now. I mean, you just see the blood coursing through his, his veins. You know what, Chip? Most guests on our podcast have that excitement, and it shows. Yeah, it really, it really does. It really, really shows. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him back so Hi, everybody Franklin. can say goodbye. Uh, say goodbye to Franklin. He's gonna go. He's gonna go uh, nap with his mom for a little bit now. Yeah, he's probably had a pretty busy day. He's a very good boy. Yeah, he's a very good boy. And uh, although he, he wants, I think he wants to come up back up. So the reason is, I am <laughs> Chantry Studios also doubles as Chantry's dining room table which was triples as the cat's dining room table it's where their food is kept and franklin can't quite get up here unless he's assisted which we don't want him up here because of course oh and of course he's trying to jump up right now uh <laughs> so he's when he when he's eye level above the table he sees the cat food behind my computer which is right over here yeah and he uh he, he gets very interested so i'm sorry go see your mom go see your mom franklin yeah you're a good boy well yeah so franklin wants to see the cat food so yeah we were nervous one of our our the things we were nervous about was, is he going to be a good boy? And is he going to be a good roommate to his yeah. feline friends? And it was touch and go at the beginning. We were, we were very lucky to go on. My wife's got one of those uh, free Facebook groups where people just, it's the barter system. People yeah, yeah. have enlisted the barter system where they just give things away and take things. Yep. And uh, we got a, a baby gate from a, a very, hi, he's back. Oh, look. <laughs> Franklin loves being Franklin's a guest back. on the podcast. He does love being back. There he is. Uh, but yeah, so he, um, we got a baby gate. Yeah, t- you want to talk to the microphone? Talk yeah. to the mic. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Franklin here. Real excited to, uh, you know, just be on and say, uh, how's it going? Go Sixers. I'm a big Flyers fan. Eagles. All four. I'm an all four sports guy. As you, as you can tell. Thank you, Franklin, for, for saying that. Oh, no, no problem, Chip. So he, um, so yeah. Uh, he's definitely one of those ones where he ignored the cats until they moved. Oh, he's back up again. He, this he, guy loves being on a pod. This he guy, just, he just loves attention. I mean, that's what really does. He really loves attention. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so we were nervous because he would jump at the cats. He would sort of lunge at the cats when, mm-hmm. if they would make a move, uh, you know, cause he's a hunter. You look at him, he's a hunter. Yeah. Th- this guy looks like he's, yep. He was on the Serengeti at one part, part of his Abs- life. Absolutely. absolutely. So <laughs> he, uh, so he, uh, would jump at him. So we were like, oh, this might not work out. We have a small apartment and, and they're, they yeah. are uh, very ready and raring to go. And, but luckily they've really chilled out. And every once in a while, there's a little, a little scrape, just a little scrape, but you know, very little contact, which is nice. They've drawn their lines in the sand. I think the cats, especially our one older cat who seems to be the more docile one, but he's the one that's Ernie's the one that is the boss and shows, shows Franklin what's what, which is nice. Got a note from uh, Johnny Nottingham, everybody's favorite good time fella. Yes. He synced up our show with the Ten Commandments on ABC, and thus far, it's it's fucking awful. I mean, Johnny Good Times is, is not right very often, but in this case, I it definitely is. agree with that. Do Remember not we, sync we us up. Tried, last Easter, I know we tried to uh, sync up our show with Police Academy 2. Yes. Uh, no, uh, Police Academy uh, 4, Citizens Four. on Patrol. So it is on patrol, right? And that that actually did not go well either. So this whole fun thing that we've tried to do, syncing our show with other things, um, maybe give it a rest for a while until we work out the kinks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to ask you to vamp for a second or two yeah, sure. because uh, he's he's very raring to try to get back on camera. So I'm going to take him into the other room right now because uh, yeah, yeah I, we would love to have him the entire time, but I think he would just go a little uh, hog wild. So hold on. We'll, uh, we'll say goodbye to Franklin one more time. 
Guys, I want you to uh, give, give me some input. What do you think of the name Franklin? I think you think about it, Franklin, a... one more time. There he is. Franklin, see you later, buddy. He's a good Thanks boy. Hanging out. And he's going to go everybody. rest this... with his mom right now, aren't you? It's been my aren't honor. You? Really you, love All right, being on camera. Chip's taking me away against my will. I'd rather stay with you guys. What do you think of the, uh, the name Franklin? I think it's a five-star top-notch name. You can tell me some of your pet's names. Um, I have two pets. You can see one back there. Hold this way. I can't, I can't tell. One's over on the couch. That's Star. She's asleep. And the other one is literally raising hell in my backyard, probably just barking, to just to bark. One thing about our, our dog, Shelby Chip, she loves to bark for the sake of barking. She just loves it. Yeah. That just just it. for fun. That's one thing that we are lucky with Franklin. He is a bit more of a barker than Stanley, but anything is more. You're more of a barker than Stanley. Uh, the, the guy never said a word. He really so, doesn't. Yes. Yeah. So Franklin still barks, but it's it's fun. It's novel. It's not just constant. So well, we're, good we're, news, Chip. Uh, Debbie Federico said certainly looks like a Franklin to her. I asked if he, what do they think of the name Franklin? And, OK, uh, John Huey, your Franklin impression is spot on. Thank you. Well, yeah, I think Jeff really nails it. It's not as good as his Christopher Walken, but it is it is top notch. Thank you. We actually did have a couple of their names. That's what I want. That was my next question, Chip. You read my mind. You're not going to do better than Franklin, but what right. were some of the other considerations? So also in the really in the front of the pack was Arthur. Uh, that was the one that I was really sort of rooting for at the beginning. Yeah. I really like the name Arthur. I thought it was just a fun one. Uh, but then we, we decided to go with Franklin. It, I think the thing that won out about Franklin, Arthur was just a fun name. Franklin to a certain extent comes from Arrested Development. There was a character who is a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> uh, by, by the name of Franklin, or actually, actually more of a puppet than a dummy, but his name is Franklin. So, so that's sort of how we got the name Franklin from. So we went with that. But Arthur was probably number uh, number two. Gordon was Gordon's great. Another name. I mean, that's a fun name. Gordon. We call him Gordy. There was Gordy. also Walter. Nice. He could have been Walter. Howard, because we go yeah. for old man names. That's yeah, that's what the wife's yeah. big push is: old man names, which I love too. It's classy. Norman. Norman's a great. <laughs> Little, little could be if you had a psychotic dog, it might not be great. That is true. That is right. true. Yeah, yeah, Norman. And uh, finally, we were actually thinking of named after one of the one of our friends who actually got him to us. We were going to name him Carl. Carl's a oh my god, Carl's another great name. Carl the dog. They're so all, but, keep keep all those names in a list. Oh, I definitely do. I have a dog name list uh, that I that I have on my Google Docs. And uh, yeah, it's there. So uh, so yeah, but we, we ended up with Franklin, Google which I dogs? think is the best choice. Google dogs. Google dogs. I'm sorry. Google dogs. There's Google sheets. Dogs. There's Google cats. Google geckos. Uh, Google ferrets and Google dogs. And that's what yeah. we what we went with. So yeah, it. but he's a good boy. Um, two uh, two things that I'll say about him. Well, first of all, he loves other dogs, which is very interesting. Because Stanley, your old dog, did not care less about other dogs. He it was it was as if they did not exist. He <laughs> he had one girlfriend, which is very interesting. He had a girlfriend named Molly, who is I I would say sort of like a maybe a lab shepherd mix. Uh -huh. And that was that was Stanley's girlfriend. Love Molly. She lives up the street from us. Now Franklin loves Molly, so Whoa. also loves his dog. But he loves a lot of dogs, and he just gets very excited to see them. So when I walk the dog i never had to worry about this before because he just ignored everybody now i have mr sociable who needs to go see every dog so now you got to do that dance of can he play is he going to be oh, a yeah, boy yeah. 
Uh, do you do you want to deal with it? Do I want to deal with it? And then you have the issue of is the owner wearing a mask? It's yes. outdoors, of course, but I, I don't need to get in a full fledged conversation and like get wrapped up with somebody who doesn't have a mask on. And so. you're in South Philly. And a lot of times people are just eating a hoagie while they're walking their dog. Correct. Yeah. Soft pretzels. Soft maybe pretzels. a maybe a Zeppeli. Just a Zeppeli. <laughs> just just popping Zeppelis. Yeah. Like slice. Right. Just 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 right right down. So, yeah. so you have to be careful. Uh, two interesting things. I, I usually don't get into the uh, into the bathroom talk, but I think we need to discuss it. One of the nicest things I ever saw, one of the most beautiful moments, was one of the first days I had him taking him for a walk. We there's a block down from us near Washington Avenue. That's not the. It, do you think if it was a person, do you think this block would be kempt or unkempt? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say unkempt. Just yes, for, yeah. This, this block happens to the owners of this block. It's an industrial place. They don't take care of it. There's always garbage, and the wind always kicks up. It's always just trash everywhere. So I'm walking him through this little area, and I, I was, and it's a very, very windy day. I'm walking him. He starts peeing on something, which is fine, but I realize he's peeing on a plastic grocery bag that's just lying on the sidewalk. So he's peeing on it. He pees, and he does a nice job of it. Like, he pees a lot on this bag. And like I said, it was one of that windy day last week that was really big gusts. As soon as he finished that, and it's a fairly busy sidewalk too, a gust picked up the bag, American Beauty style, and it just started floating all around, but it is now filled with dog urine. Oh, no. And it just starts Raining. just broadcasting <laughs> dog urine all over the sidewalk, uh, or, or as that's called, that's actually – a, a thing down here called the, the South Philly squall. It's a South Philly squall. It is just a plastic bag picked up by wind that is raining down dog urine. I love it. And then the, the other issue that we're, he's getting better, but we had the, an, another issue was that uh, he, he was, I think he's allergic to some few foods and then he was on the street for a while and we were trying to adjust his diet. So he was having a little, uh, little plumbing issues, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you, buddy. So he, he does that. And you know, of course we pick up after him because, we're, yeah. we're, we're good owners, but it's not exactly easy to pick up that kind of uh, a soupy poopy, a soupy poop that very, very well put. Mm -hmm. So you try to pick up, especially if he does it on the concrete, like if he does it in the dirt, you can sort of scoop it up and it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But if he does it on the street or the sidewalk, which we don't like, but if he'll do it, we got to, you know, there's some left behind. The bad part is if that's not bad enough, mm -hmm. he does the thing that a lot of dogs do where he, circles before he drops down where he does the little mm -hmm. you know he you can tell he's he's ready because he's circling yeah. well then he starts going but he doesn't stop circling so he doesn't just drop it in one place he just drops it in a perfect circle so then there's just a perfect circle of dog excrement that that it's pretty soupy that we're trying to pick up yeah but a lot of it is left over because we can't so now there's just these mysterious crop circles in south philly of dog shit and like people are starting to talk and they're like have yeah. you seen what we don't know what this is is this some sort of some sort of alien being i'm like well, i don't know man this is crazy maybe we need to contact the authorities somehow i mean we, we might be getting contacted we we heard there were ufos maybe this is what it is and the, because there's just these little uh dog shit circles mm -hmm. that are uh around the streets of south philly right now that we're hoping uh we think we're at the tail end of it no pun intended but we think we're at the tail end of it uh but yeah so i so yeah so there's some crop circles uh oh, franklin's Franklin. leaving behind right now 
You know what? You can't always have a perfect pet chip. He sounds like he's perfect in every way. Yes. Except for his truly disgusting nightmare habit of pooping in a circle. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a good boy. Other than that, he, he, he learned something that uh, he can play fetch, which is very good. He knows nice. how to play fetch. And he even knows how to grab his leash. He came knowing this. He oh, grabs his cute. leash when he wants to go outside. So he grabs that it. He runs so up to you. That was great. So, so yeah, so that's Franklin introducing him to the world. Uh, welcome aboard Franklin. Ladies and gentlemen, we are very excited. I told you we have surprise guests tonight. And oh, are they here? They are here. They're in the way. Oh, my we God. Are, I'm so excited. I'm nervous. I got to say I'm a little nervous. I, as am I. I am very nervous right now. This is. Yeah. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, man. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, yeah. Wow. Ugh. We somehow. Chip has connections. I have connections. We know people at Spotify. I don't know how. I don't know how we, we did this. This is, right. this is pretty amazing. Um, so let me uh, admit admit this is i'm just so excited ladies and gentlemen get excited we have we have two guests tonight that i am just i'm just floored by that we that we got this ladies and gentlemen the two stars of the smash hit podcast on spotify called renegades ladies and gentlemen we have the boss and mr president we are so honored to have you both guys thank you for joining us ladies and gentlemen bruce springsteen and president barack obama are with us live on the junk miles podcast thank you Thank you. So nice to be here. Uh, yeah. Wow, I, I don't even know how to. I mean, uh, do, do I uh, do I call you Mr. President? Is that is that? Oh, the- uh, oh come on now, we're uh, we're all regular guys here. Just uh, you, you know, honestly, uh, call me Barry. All right, all right. Hi, well, Barry. thank thank you, Barry. Yeah, I, I you know, uh, people uh, people used to call me Barry when I was in high school, and uh, I you know began being called Barack in my professional life. And now that I'm out of the professional life, I'm trying to trying to bring it back trying to be barry again you're just a regular guy that's what i always loved about you and and mr springsteen what how do we refer to you you could call me well, i i would like to be called barry too but it would make things very confusing for us it so would i you know what i've been doing we do a thing on our show sometimes i'll call uh brock the boss i'll say you're the boss because you know but <laughs> it's a good it's a good joke but uh, guilty you, yep. you could call me what let's let's all agree what's a good nickname for for you to call me well, you know, Bruce, I, I'm, I'm always telling you that uh, the boss is is probably one of the best nicknames uh, I've ever mm-hmm. heard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you keep trying to get rid of it, but uh, the the boss is about as as good as it gets. I mean, it's honestly, it's it, it's the boss, and it's uh, it's you know, it's Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. Those are my one and two mm-hmm. for best nicknames. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, so as we proceed. We will we'll call you the bros the the bros the boss Mr. I think the bros works the bros works the bros I like the bros you know it's the nickname's like a good piece of gum you know it kind of loses flavor so if we want to switch it up you can call me the bros every now and then that's cool you can call me the boss you know that's cool too uh, now now boss what is what is your favorite flavor of gum if you don't mind me getting too personal my favorite flavor of gum would probably be or, or really your favorite brand of gum I should say I would say green or yellow either okay. Green or yellow. Okay. Barry, how about you? Favorite, favorite gum brand? Well, that, that's a terrific question. And thank you for asking. Absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to call it, call it punting, but uh, I, uh, my, I do, uh, I have a different flavor of gum for uh, where I'm at. So, you know, uh, if I'm back in Hawaii, uh, my hometown, uh, you know, it's got to be juicy fruit, got to be juicy fruit on that sure. beach. Sure. Uh, but if I'm in uh, if I'm in Chicago, I'm actually going to have some big red to kind of warm the blood up. Yeah, yeah, abs- abs- absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
you know, many, many people are, are people of two homes and I consider myself, uh, you know, maybe even three homes, you know, Hawaii, Chicago, Washington, DC. And our podcast studios. And our pot, you know, that that's quickly becoming a, a fourth, fourth home. home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, How Bruce, did you I've noticed. Oh, I'll let Bruce take this one. Bruce. Well, we met a couple times uh, at a bunch of car shows. They got like classic car night at a Wendy's in uh, Wendy's on the Black Horse Pike in Belmar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of the old presidents come out to that and a lot of us rockers and drive yeah. around, show off our classic cars, check out under the hood of some other some other car you've never seen before. You know, we got wow. into a, a bit of a, a, a bidding battle, mm-hmm. uh, not even for an entire car. We found a left mirror for a, a, an 88 uh, Corvette, Corvette and mm. uh, original paint. And that, that's the thing that you can't always get. You can't always, like, you can look, there are 88 Corvettes all over the place, especially in New Jersey. Sure. But, you know, not, you know, the, the people that own an 88 Corvette, they like to drive them. And mm-hmm. that means chip paint. They don't, yeah. they, <laughs> they drive them and they paint over them. They're like bozos. I mean, it, if it was right the first time, you know, why are you painting it again? It makes me so mad just thinking it, about it. It's infuriating. So when, uh, when Bruce and I saw, uh, the mirror on that car that it had been unvarnished. We knew that that was a piece to a puzzle uh, that, that, that was worth quite a bit. And uh, we both lost, we lost to, uh, to Billy Joel, but. Is that right? Mr. Yeah. Wow. And are you guys close friends with Billy Joel? Is that, I feel like he'd be somebody who you'd be hanging I'm out. I'm going to say this. So Bruce doesn't have to, we hate his guts. I, am, I to, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Uh, sure. Yeah, please. Billy Joel is a jerk my goodness wow that is that is a that is a message you have it was that was before i think barack well one of the first things we bonded over was our hatred of of billy joel and this was even before we both had a deep read deep seated deep rooted hatred for billy joel before this incident yeah Uh, oh yeah and, you know, I, I hate to I hate to say it because, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, president for all people. And, you know, mm-hmm. you go out there and you're meeting people. But I have never liked Billy Joel. I've hated him. Uh, yeah. And it's not because of his music. Frankly, his music is wonderful. He's great. Uh, we danced to it at our wedding, Michelle and me. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, what song did you dance to, if you don't mind me asking? Just the way you are. Of course. Yeah. It was just, you know, vanilla, but nice. If I were you, I would have danced to the song Big Shot because you guys are both big shots in what you do. Mm. Uh, you know, so just if you let's say you ever renew your vowels, I oh. think a great song. If you want to go back to the Billy Joel pool, dance to Big Shot, you know, or, or you, Uptown Girl. I, you know, you're talking, you know, you, you got a good idea there. And I, maybe I should uh, maybe Michelle and I should renew the the vowels. You know, that's actually not a bad idea. And Chip, I'll tell you something uh, for you. Yep. Is uh, if time travel ever becomes a thing, you could make a pretty penny going back in time, fixing people's weddings. Okay. Whose DJs weren't that good because I, I know my wedding DJ wasn't good. Bruce, how was your wedding DJ? Oh, we didn't have a DJ. We just put on um, we put on Ben FM. You're okay. Yeah, they play a lot of great hits, a lot of variety, and you, you never know what they're going to play next. Is it what was, I like. I'll tell you, it was a little embarrassing when I heard one of my own songs. 
And then when it happened again the second time, it was really cool. And then when it happened the third time, it was even cooler than that. And then they played some Billy Joel, and it was just the, I, I mean, you don't, you never want to say your wedding was the nicest wedding you ever went to, but my night wedding was the nicest wedding I ever went to. Well, absolutely, especially with Ben FM on the boards. How about you, Chip, Jeff? What do you, what do you, you guys two married think? men? Yeah, you two married. Yes, to we each are. Other. Yes. Well, no, not to each other, but to we to not to other other ladies. We so what do you think of Billy Joel? Uh, shit, not a fan. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm actually. I love him as a person, hate his music. So I think we were the exact polar opposites, you guys. You love his music, hate him as a person. I personally am just such a fan of the man, can't stomach his music at all. This That is perhaps uh, the most confusing thing I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> how did you two decide? You're both so accomplished. How did you decide to do a podcast together? Like what made you want to get into the podcast game? Well, I'll say that people don't realize that E Street started, we wanted to do a podcast. Way back in the day when we started the band, before before we were a band, we wanted to do a podcast. But you know how it is trying to get everybody on the same schedule for that, you know, get everybody all lined up at the same time. We had so many people we were working with. So we ended up uh, forming a band kind of secondary while we were waiting for everyone to get there. So you're telling me that you had a group of people in the late 60s, early 70s yep. that we're thinking of playing music, but you actually had the foresight you were going to start a podcast, something that really doesn't come into the mainstream for another, let's say, 40 years. Music wasn't even a part of it, man. We were wanting really? to just do podcasts. We were pioneers. We wanted to do a podcast. And then, you know, like we'd be there and like, uh, you know, Max would be late. So we'd be pl plucking around on instruments. Someone would pick up a saxophone and someone else start playing a kid's piano. And mm -hmm. the next thing you know, we were a band. So that, that was kind of a byproduct of trying to get the podcast going back in the wow. 60s. That's incredible. That is, that's a lot of, that is a lot of foresight. Is there anything else? I, I, I mean, if you had the foresight for podcasting in the early 70s, was there anything else that you or anybody, any one of the other E Street Banders had foresight too that you saw coming down the road that you were like ah i predicted that or we sort of invented that yeah i had a wooden segue <laughs> is, is that right yeah uh so was it electronic or it was just there were electronic parts of it but i think to call it electronic segue would be a bit of a stretch okay all right yeah and no, barry he's were being you familiar humble. with podcasts were you uh, were you a fan of podcasts before you got involved in this one well to be honest, uh, the only podcast, I mean, I, I called it a podcast was my daily intelligence briefing. Whoa. I would okay. say I, you know, I'd wake up in the morning. I'd say, I got to start my day off with a podcast <clears throat> and, no. uh, Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. no, please, please. Uh, Barry, go ahead. You know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, when I, uh, when I retired, uh, I guess they, they call it retiring. I would have done a third term if they had let me, uh, when I retired though, I, uh, you know, I woke up, January 22nd. And I said, I'd like to listen to my podcast. And they said, uh, Mr. President, you're no longer uh, able to access classified information. I said, this is, you know, there, there are things that happen that really make you realize that you're not in the same job you were. What, I, absolutely. Now, and I have to say, Barry, I don't know if there's any tapes of those meetings there, but of course they are highly classified. But could you imagine how popular that podcast would be if that was released every day immediately after the briefing. 
I mean, oh. could you imagine how popular? I mean, yes, it would put the world in peril and, and complete danger because everybody in the world would be they would they would have access to this highly classified information. But I mean, just think about that. I mean, the, well, the how, how do you think alone. I got such a killer deal with Spotify? <laughs> See, that's what it is. Yeah, I made that, some promises that uh, that uh, the CIA will not let me keep. <laughs> I get you. I get you. I, I to- completely understand, sir. I was. Um, I was vice president of brotherhood development in my fraternity in college. So I, so I, I, I definitely know how you feel in, in those respects. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, people don't understand this when I say it, but uh, if you've ever had any uh, position of responsibility within your life, you mm-hmm. understand what it's like to be president of the United States. I do. I 100% do. Every, you know, I, I don't, again, I don't like to point fingers at other presidents, but there have been people in the past that have made a whole song and dance about this job being difficult, it being unrelatable. Uh, they said they show pictures of how presidents age differently while they're president. You know, I got gray hair. Yep. Ridiculous. Anybody who has, frankly, anybody who's been a parent. Mm-hmm. knows what it's like to be president of the United States. Okay, well, that's that's good to know. Uh, and, and there's there's a question I've always been wanting to ask you because I know you're in the know with this, Barry. Um, scale of one to 10, how filthy of a mouth does former President Jimmy Carter have? You know, uh, yeah, we, we like to joke around. Uh, you know, Jimmy famously owned a peanut farm. Sure. And, uh, and uh I I, to, I I always say to him, uh, you know, I would uh, I, I I let me know if I'm ever eating one of your peanuts because I imagine I'll have a dirtier mouth after I'm done. <laughs> right, right. Uh, right. He, he has a say. They have a saying in Georgia apparently that uh, that that peanuts don't grow if you don't throw a couple fucking pisses at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah. He's he has one of the dirtiest mouths. He's. Um, uh, nicest guy nicest guy hated mm-hmm. his politics but he was a nice guy sure uh and uh but his oh my god i mean you would he would thank somebody for bringing him a napkin and uh you know that staffer would leave crying because they wouldn't they wouldn't understand they were being thanked yeah uh, through yeah. all the, the the filth that came out of his mouth absolutely i i 100 can uh can understand that i can understand that I have a question for both Barry and, and the Bross. Um, you guys don't have guests on your podcast. You guys are both interesting enough. You don't need guests. You guys talking to each other. It's just so entertaining. So many wonderful stories. But let's say you could each have one guest on your podcast. Who do you think, uh, who do you, think you would like to join you on the show? You, you, you want to go, go first, Barry? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'll get mine out of the way. Um, we never talked about this. We talk about we have, everything. We have never talked about this. Th- this is actually surprised. I'm surprised we didn't talk about this because the second you said well, we never have guests on our podcast, I went, why don't we have we, guests on our I podcast? I mean, I just always assumed you couldn't. You have to give them their own name pass badge to slide into the studio. Mm-hmm. It seems like it'd be, you know, just a hassle on the paperwork end. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, it, 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 it never crossed my mind. And I'm thinking, you know, we got to throw you two producer credits or something because uh, season two, uh, there will be guests. Mm-hmm. That's um, great to but, know. You know, if I had to pick, uh, if I had to pick a, a guest, a single guest, uh, it would be, uh, it, it would be the author, Frank Herbert. Because, uh, wow. uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm rereading Dune right now, trying to get ready for this movie that's coming out. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, every page just uh, invites more questions than it answers. Yeah. And to be around a guy like that who has, uh, you know, who has some conceptions of space that uh, that I think we that would still be useful to this day. Uh, I, you know, just to just to just to find out, you know, and he 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 could have, you know, he wrote six Dune books. He could have written 40. I know his son tried to, but I, you know, I just I just want to know everything about that universe that I could. Uh, the, uh, the Bross, what, what's your, uh, what's your take? Were you happy with the first Dune movie or are you looking forward to the new take? I love, I love Dune. I lo- everyone knows it. I'm always talking about spice and worms on in between songs. <laughs> and, uh, I love that blue eyes, blue within blue, you know, fear is the mind killer. Of course, we, I know that. So that movie spoke, speaks to me uh, on a level, I would say religious. So I'm not so excited for the new one. I was going to say my guest would, who I'd like to have would probably be Frank Herbert too, but I didn't know we could do dead folks. I, I thought we had to do people that were still alive. Oh I think God. with the, I think with the technology, not to speak out of school, but with the technology that you two are uh, privy to, especially Mr. President, that you are able to access, I, I think reanimating somebody mm-hmm. who has been passed mm-hmm. away. I think that's, I think that's 100% doable. What? makes the question a little bit more developed yeah so was, bruce your changes now you you had well, somebody alive but you're gonna go i was back gonna to say Rolodex. i was gonna say we should have billy joel on and it, you and me just kicking the shit out of him i <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't be great on audio but i think that would be a lot of fun a fun day for me and if he was busy or if he's not allowed in new jersey legally anymore i don't think i'd probably say um former new york yankees uh, uh shortstop andy stankwitz Okay, good, yeah. an- great answers. But I, I'd listen to both of those podcasts over and over again. Both of those episodes. Mm. Uh, that, you that, both. Uh, I have a. You question. know, is there anybody you guys want? You know, oh, we yeah. you, you, now that you got us on the show, is there anybody we can give you a, give a call for you on your oh, behalf? I didn't this even realize that that yeah, we could. I'm not one to take advantage of famous friends, but I think maybe this is a time we we do take advantage. Chip. Yep. I'm gonna calling a favor you, here. Yeah, I'm going to let you go out first on this one, but uh, oh boy. I mean, if living or dead, uh, I mean, if you pick Frank Herbert, uh, I might actually, I would love to speak to uh, the late Don Herbert, uh, who's Mr. Wizard from Mr. Wizard's World. I think he would be fascinating to talk to. Oh, man. I mean, just, I learned so much from the man as a child. Imagine what he could teach me as an adult about the Doppler effect, about the metric system swirly about, water in a two liter bottle mm. exactly about tornadoes uh water displacement you know electricity well, germs chip. 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 a lot about worms yep. chip i'd like to tell you something that's going to blow your mind okay mr wizard we relocated him to antarctica is, <laughs> He's, is that right he we deemed his brain too important to uh he was it was a matter of time before the terrorists got their hands on him right right and used his abilities to develop some kind of bomb or missile or something mm-hmm. like that so he, he's actually in a secure bunker in antarctica he lives a great life with some of the other scientists that we've had to hide uh for fear that they would get converted into agents wow wow that yeah. is that is just that's so great to know. If you could just, I mean, if you could just get a line to him, just saying, "Hey, uh, Mr. Wizard, if if you'd ever want to do the Junk Miles podcast, you don't have to run with us anymore. It is a seated podcast. We can zoom him in. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have Don Herbert, Mr. Mr. Wizard, on sometime. 
Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll put the call in. Well, well thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Just to uh, kind of go off on the topics we've already discussed, I'm thinking maybe, um, maybe Christy Brinkley. Okay. Chrissy Brinkley, uh, you know, uh, first of all, ex-wife of Billy Joel. I'm sure she's got some. Oh, I, I did not. I did not realize that. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. She was famously married to Mr. Joel uh, in the mid '80s. Hmm. Yeah, so that would be a great. That would be. Not only was she the uh, the the lady in the Ferrari in the uh, the vacation film, but she was that's also, where I know her from. Chip. Yeah, she was also married to Mr. Billy Joel. Maybe I think maybe she's got stories about kicking the shit out of him. You know, she, that could be a lot of fun. She was also briefly romantically linked in the early nineties with Don Herbert. <laughs> Is that right? Mr. Okay. Yeah. That makes a sense. That, that progression makes a lot of sense. I'll tell you what women love a man who could make big bubbles using just kitchen detergent. <laughs> yeah. Your lips to God's ears, bros, your lips to God's ears. Uh, yeah, bros. I got to ask you this question. Um, I've, I really dug deep and I found a couple of, just it, rumors that have been spread about you over the years, just in the people in the know, you know, I, I do, I do know a couple of Hollywood people. I know a couple of people in the industry. This mm. is sort of a very hush hush rumor, mm. but there is a, a rumor that is circulating in just some circles some very small circles that there is a song that you have apparently written that some people who have heard it when it's apparently it's very few people. You probably, you obviously know better than I do. Uh, it, there's a small circle, maybe 12 people living that mm. have heard this song that you've written. Like Carly Simon, uh, 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 Mick Jagger has heard it, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, Ringo Starr. Yep. Some of these, these people, and they have called it literally the greatest rock and roll song of the millennia of the history of rock and roll, mm -hmm. but you have never released it to the public. You've never played it publicly. You've never put it out. Only a very select few people have heard it. Could you, if you're comfortable, could you tell me the name of that song, uh, what it's about and why have you never released it to, to what some of these people, I mean, some of the greatest pillars of, of rock history. I mean, the members of Pink Floyd have said they, they, they were in tears hearing this, how, how amazing the song was. Uh, what what is this song and and uh, did did you ever why why won't you release it? It's amazing that you know that I, the song is called Christmas Cookie Polka. <laughs> okay, it's a song about all my favorite Christmas cookies. Okay, I mean that does sound like a really just a touching, you know, it really hits. You know, we're, we're coming up on Easter. You people get very excited about the holidays. It's um, heavy. It's a heavy song. It's heavy, okay. But I mean, not heavy. You know, in terms of content, heavy like dun, 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 dun. oh 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 like oh really like yeah. hard yeah it's like Romstein yep yep yeah. a little bit of Romstein in there but see you know the reason that all those people like that song so much is that when you think of Christmas cookies what are you thinking of I'm thinking of sweets the uh, hanging you know hanging with the family gingerbread you're thinking ginger of gingerbread you're thinking, we're thinking of gingerbread gingerbread yeah. and this song does not mention gingerbread even once so okay well oh, it's obvious that's why it's so heavy yeah it's pretty clever it's a clever one it's yeah. like a puzzle cube yeah. now we <laughs> now we got we just have word uh, uh, Johnny Johnny Nottingham Johnny Good Times uh, who's obviously very in the know he has a podcast. He says that he he's heard that Martin Scarelli owns that song. Just just, just sort of like he owned that Wu Tang album. Is that mm. a thing that 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 NFG or NFT? I, NFTs, yeah. I mean, who can own a song? Who can own 
a, a breeze in a meadow. Who can own a frog in a pond? But legally, yes, he owns the rights to that song. That's why I can't play it for everyone or make any money off of Christmas okay. cookie polka. Okay, I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah, that's... Uh, the the Bross, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Actually, I want to thank you for playing... You're welcome. Philadelphia so many times. It seems like it's, besides New Jersey, it's your home away from home. And I, and I remember the last time we saw you, we were, you know, waiting for all the hits, waiting for all your our favorite songs. But when you played Hungry Heart mm -hmm. and changed it to Hoagie Heart, yeah, I've never seen Philly fans go more nuts. It was that was that was just an accident, you know. Oh. I didn't mean I didn't mean to do it, uh, but it you know it just kind of the words fall out of your mouth sometimes. I I love playing Philly because they uh, they give me free parking. Oh, is that what? Oh, that's why you keep coming back. Yeah, Giant Stadium. Sometimes I get fifty percent parking, which is why I like to play there. MSG, I have to pay double parking, but Philly, you get parking free, so I'll play Philly any day. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really yeah, good. That, that's why it's such a good campaign stop as well. Mm. Yeah. Do you have to pay for parking when, let's say, Air Force One lands at Philly International Airport? Do they Me? do they charge you for that? No. Oh, that that goes out to either of you. <laughs> Well, Bruce already answered. The, the answer is no. Uh, okay. Thank God you don't have to pay for uh, uh, for uh, Air Force One parking, but I, they sure nickel and dime you for everything. You know, the 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 thing that where they get you is the stair car. Okay. Air Force One, no problems. You want stairs getting off Air Force One? Oh, here comes a fifteen thousand dollar charge. I, I get you. And, you know, I, I tried to do something about it, but uh, you know, they said uh, they said this is kind of you know. You're not allowed to give bribes. You're not okay. allowed to give bribes, and and uh, mm -hmm. this is the way that uh, you kind of sweeten the pot for these airports. Understood. I jumped the gun on that one. I was wondering why Bruce Springsteen would have to pay for Air Force One. It doesn't make any sense, and I forgot Barack there. You know, would probably be a better person to answer that. Right. Right. No, oh, that you know, it's, it's, Bruce, you're still eligible. You're a young man. You're uh, you're yeah. politically engaged. I keep telling him all the time. You know, don't rule out a presidential run. Yeah, would, well, you, would you ever run for an office for for political office bros yeah i would I, I mean i think there's a couple things i'd like to scratch off the bucket list first i'd like to go bungee jumping okay um i want to build my own computer um i'd like to ride in a hot air balloon race uh and then probably run for president yeah okay that's okay that's you do have a bucket list there and now conversely barry if let me ask you this, and, and we're going to leave the E Street Band out because present, present company excluded. If you could be a member of any band. Great uh, question, Chip. What, what band would you like to be a member of? That's an excellent question. And, and you know, I, I, I just I look back through the history of, of there's so many incredible bands, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the British Invasion. Uh, a funk, the funk revolution. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 you know, they, they all have, uh, you know, they all have a special place in American history. And uh, I, I think the one, uh, the one band, I don't know if this counts as a band, but I'd like to be a member of the temptations. And I'll tell you why uh, we've all seen the movie. Uh, everybody quit the temptations, except the two guys who barely do anything. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm realizing that that if I had been in the Temptations, if I had just kept my head down, I would be in the Temptations for the rest of my life. Job security is what you're saying. 
job security. And also, I mean, you know, look, I, I like to fancy myself somebody who can get a deal done. And I, I think uh, if I had stayed, if I had been in the Temptations, I, we could have uh, maybe the two least talented members of the Temptations would not be the ones that remain in the Temptations. And perhaps some of the people who were actually, you could distinctly hear their voices on the songs would have stuck around. Right, right. Like David now, Ruffin. Yeah, absolutely. One, 100%. Uh, well, well, listen, listen um, the, to to you two renegades. We don't want to keep you all night. We know you have both have very busy schedules. Um, oh, I actually, not at all. Uh, oh, is that right? Michelle's oh. making stu- stuffed shells tonight, and I'm, I'm trying to. What's she stuffing them with? <laughs> oh, you know, just just ricotta cheese, and oh. uh, it's right. it's too rich for me. It's too rich for me. I'm I can't eat that kind of stuff anymore. I'm not I'm not 19. Understood. Uh, Barry and the Bros. I uh, let's let's but let's end this with something fun. I really like. Please. To uh, well, first let me. I have one question for you, the Bros. Um, your song "Glory Days" mm-hmm. classic. Everyone loves it. Baseball yeah. fans, just fans of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, one one thing that's always kind of nagged me. Uh, your lyric. Um, he could throw his speedball by you and make you look like a fool, boy. Um, are you the only one who uses the term speedball. Well, that's a that's um, a regional term. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that now it's not a Jersey term. I'm from Jersey, but I spent my summers in Montana, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and uh, they have this thing out there called huckleberries. Are you familiar with? Have you heard of huckleberries? Uh, yes. It's sort of like a blueberry, but it's it's a little bit different, and um, a little bit more tart. A little bit more tart, yeah. You put it into a huckleberry pie. I mean, if you, you know, you couldn't put a blueberry in a huckleberry pie. No, you know. So, anyway, my point is that huckleberries, uh, if you get a big mass of them, mm-hmm. you know, they grow in big lumps. Mm-hmm. And if you throw that, that's what we would call speedball in Montana. So if you okay. go to Montana, yep, you know, you go to Butte or you go to Glacier National Park and you say, "Hey, give me a speedball," they'll know what you mean. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, lastly, I want to do a little word association with each of you. I'll, I'll start with, uh, basically, I'll just say a word or phrase. You just say the first thing that pops to your head. I will go with Barry first, uh, Mr. President. Blue jeans. Harmonica. There you go. Chicago. Oh, got to be a big, big hot dog. Big hot dog. Chicago, the band. Even a bigger hot dog, but this time we're in the United Center having some fun uh chicago pd and chicago fire the tv shows oh yeah you know uh ipad okay ipad ipad and ipad ipad mini because i'm watching them both on the plane same time okay um deep dish pizza (laughs) big hot dog of course big hot dog and then finishing it off with a slice of the deep dish Thank you. And lastly, uh, Deep Impact, the movie. You know, uh, precursor to my presidency. Gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, the Bros, are you ready for some word word association? Yeah. How's it work? (laughs) (laughs) Was it like like the newspaper, like I got a circle of letters? Uh, Well, you don't need a pencil. Just verbally. Uh, Jeff will say a word. The mm-hmm. first thing that pops in your mind, that's what mm-hmm. you want to say. All right. There's no right or wrong answers. Okay. Right. You ready? 
the Bross? I'm ready. Asbury Park. Home. There you go. Raspberry Pork. Home. Porky's too the next day. A uh, bigger hot dog and a little hot dog, and I'm eating them both at the same time on an airplane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stone Pony. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Stone Gossard. <laughs> I would say Creedence Clearwater Revival. Is he the guitar player in Creedence Clearwater Revival? Yes, he certainly is. And lastly, the brass Stonehenge. Spinal tap. There you go. Uh, well, 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 thank you so much. This is such an honor to have the, the two of you gentlemen on. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug, either of you, or anything you'd like to leave us with or, or, or um, before we go? We want to give you or the platform because this will literally reach dozens of people. Yeah, I want to I just say we got a podcast that we're doing called Renegades. Yep. It's on Spotify. Okay, yeah. Renegades on Spotify. Yep, and Chip and Jeff, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, oh, thank, thank you, so you. thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, the boss, the boss, and uh, it's it's been an honor. The honor's been all on on this side here. And tell Franklin I said hello, and to keep that thing, keep that that puppy penis off the Zoom calls. <laughs> oh, okay. I will. Uh, I'll make sure to do that, Ross. Uh, well, ladies, guys. gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, let's hear it one more time for uh, the Bross and the former president, Mr. Barack Obama. Wow. wow. What a, what a, right. Wasn't that just amazing? I mean, boy, I thought, I mean, I thought having, I thought having John Howie on this podcast was a big deal. It was amazing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then no offense to him. No, he's great. He's great. But boy, wow. What a, what a get, what a get. I got to tell you, uh, just Barack is one of the great orators of our time. Just Mm -hmm. so full of wisdom knowledge good sense of humor yep and then there's bruce well you know good guy good guy guy. all around good guy um yeah i i was surprised chip i gotta say i was surprised he wasn't familiar with word association yeah no that's that's something that that was very foreign to him but you know he's been in a band for almost 50 years so you know you get a sometimes i think you lose touch you do lose touch chip a lot of people have been asking me this. I think we're going to go, go to the next topic here. I literally can't go a day, whether it's on Twitter or my real life, and I'm out and about shopping with the kids, going for a run. Someone will come up to me and they'll say, like, Jeff, we love McDonald and characters. We just love them all. I, I know. Right? I, I know you get that a lot. Yeah. that you People come up to you and you just look, you have that face. You're like, I want to talk about the characters from McDonald's commercials. Right. And of course, I always say, yes. And then I start rattle them off. They're like, no, 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 Jeff. We want to know some lesser knowns. We don't, okay. we, we know the big five. Grimace. Yes. Uh, Ronald. Ronald, right. So would you uh, allow me to talk about some of the lesser known McDonald's Land characters? Sure, absolutely. It's been a while since I've been in a McDonald's playground. I, yeah. I don't, I don't have go, children. Right. Yeah. So go ahead, please. All right, number one, we got a uh, Ed McMuffin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sort of like Ed, an egg. Mc... Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's just a normal guy who loves egg McMuffins. I, what a great selling point. And he's just sort of an everyman. It sounds every like man, just a normal guy walking around McDonald's and he always has one in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike rib. Okay. <laughs> no, again, another normal guy. He just loves to kid around. 
Mm-hmm. Always giving you the old, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good dude. Um, of course, we know Mayor McCheese. Sure. There's Deputy Mayor McHucknell. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you do have to have a line of succession. God forbid anything happens to, uh-huh. uh, his, you know, his his honor. The, right. Mr. If anything happens, the, the thing is, anything happens to Mayor McCheese, mm-hmm. Deputy Mayor McHucknell takes yep. over. Okay. Yeah. And um, then if anything happens to him, I think he goes to the Speaker of the Happy Meals. Is that right? Jeff, I, do I look like a political guy? I well, don't, I, I, I barely have a grasp on the political system right now of McDonald. Understood. But that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. There's a ball pit patty. Okay. Yeah, she basically just her job is to keep the ball pit clean. Uh, I mean, not not an easy job. I mean, yeah. my, my heart goes out to her. Even before COVID, it was a horrible job. And now, they, it, oddly, they haven't shut down the ball pits at most McDonald's. Yeah, which is shocking. There's a rock band chip in uh, McDonald Land. A little four piece, four four mop tops, just playing some British music. You know what they're called? Yeah, I have no idea. Are you familiar with the Meatles? <laughs> I am now. I am now. Yep, yeah, th- it's that, the Meatles. That that's why I always hear those all those uh, tween girls screaming yep. in the Playland every time I drive past the McDonald's in my neighborhood. They're holding up meat meet the Meatles, you know, yep. like all their, their, yeah, they're, they're actually probably the bit, the best band in McDonald land. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to hold your shake. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Grimace jr. Okay. Yeah. Grimace's son. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, you know, Grimace is dead. Of course he died chip. Um, Grimace jr. I'm so, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. It was heart disease. Um, Grimace yeah. jr. Hasn't seemed to uh, take any, advice or life lessons from his dad's demise and he's just like grimace uh, a large purple pear-shaped mess of a mcdonald's character you hate to see it he is good friends with another mcdonald's character her name is kirsten okay kirsten yeah kirsten her thing is she's like a normal woman she's great but she really hates it everyone keeps calling her kristen <laughs> is that what it okay yeah yeah that's got to be annoying it's like why that's why like- yeah, I mean, I don't mean to blame her parents, but mm. I mean, that's the one she, she, she should be angry at. Yeah. Kristen, well that's a lot of fun. That's I'm sorry, Kirsten. Kirsten, see, you did it. You did yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's why she's always a little little off. Yeah. Like, you know, ready yeah. ready for, for some. Uh... Mm-hmm. So uh, who else do we have? We have uh, MC Grease Trap. Oh, he he's sounds rap- fun. He's a rapper. He's very filthy. <laughs> very filthy rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. MC MC Grease Trap, I'm sorry. And he hangs out with are you familiar with Ronald's youngest son from his third marriage? I don't believe so. Chet McDonald. Uh, is that yeah. okay. Chet McDonald? He's a bit of a problem. He's a little problematic. He a little, uh, little wild card. A little wild card. He hangs out with uh, MC Grease Trap. Red Dreadlocks. Uh calls him Redlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's a bit of a wild card and um I'm not going to, he doesn't have the best relationship with Ronald anymore. I, I understood. Chet understood. McDonald. And lastly, you know, Chip, with, with a town like McDonald's where there's so many people, mm-hmm. so much horrible eating and diets, of course, there's a doctor. Yep. There's somebody who keeps, keeps tabs on, on all the, the health of all the McDonald's characters. And that, of course, is Dr. Beef Get Wellington. <laughs> I'm sure he's extremely busy these days. Who, Dr. Beef Get Wellington? Yes, yes. Yeah, understood. Understood. uh, Wow, what a... 
I, you know, I'm so glad you did that deep dive. I feel like next time I go to McDonald's, I, I'll have a much richer understanding of, of who look at, Yeah. And when you look at some of the old ads and comic strips, when you see like Kirsten pop up or yep. Patty, Kirsten, Kirsten, Kir- yeah, I did it too. Yeah. Yeah. the Meatles, you know, now, you know, now, you, yeah. now you, you can be one of those guys online on Twitter. who will be like, that's not canon. If no, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. You know who, who they are, who they aren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, did were you ever an employee at McDonald's? I actually, Chip, was employee of the season for the Burger King Boardwalk, Belmar, New Jersey in the in the 80s. Is that and, right? And I believe I got the the honor because I was the only one who didn't quit by the end of the summer. Hey, it's you know, sometimes the the, the name of the game is just showing up. That's what it is. Uh, by the way, Johnny Nottingham just said uh, Grease Trap Don't Hurt Him. Uh, is an underrated <laughs> album in his opinion, oh. which I will have to I will have to dive in on Spotify to try to find that. If anyone knew about lesser known McDonald's characters, it had to be Johnny Good Times. Johnny Good Times. Now, um, so so you were employee of the season mm-hmm. in Belmar's Burger King. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say? I mean, we are coming up on the summertime. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that your your favorite summer job that you ever had? I, I Chip, I was telling my daughters and they always laugh at me they're like how many different summer jobs you had i literally did everything from beach cleaning to landscaping to painting to roofing to uh painting hotels in a town called ocean grove i basically did i just always chased the money whatever paid the best because i just needed money i wanted money and in the last like few years during college i drove a beer truck and i was a menace i ran over park benches no training i just drove a giant six bay beer truck through is that automatic or or, or stick automatic automatic okay automatically dangerous when i was behind the wheel um i could do it we'll do a whole show on just how dangerous at one point i pulled in to the uh to the bay where we're truck end of the day. And my manager, Craig is just looking at me. He got a report. I did something bad. He just goes, Jeff, you are a menace. Yeah. You're a a menace out there. Wow. That, yeah. Sounds like it. What, what I just backed over a Memorial park bench in Atlantic highlands and crushed it. Mm -hmm. I'm a uh, Now I'm a menace. (laughs) Right. We got Derek Lawler checking in first time listener, first time caller currently drinking Main Beer Company Lunch IPA. I like that. Let me tell you what I'm drinking, Derek Law. Derek Law, very funny guy. If you're on Twitter, check out Rowdy Bowden. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Derek, or just type in Derek Law or he'll come up. Very funny guy. Chip, this is great. And Derek, you'll appreciate this. Slightly mighty. You know what this is, Chip? Woo, this is a low-cal IPA. Oh. So it's, it's, you know, it's a dogfish head beer. They make delicious beer. This is only like 3% alcohol, so I could have nine of them tonight. Wow. And it's only 95 calories. That's great. It's, That's... And it's delicious. It's really good. I've I compared this to, I had a light-hearted ale by Bell's Brewing, um, which was good. But I got to mm-hmm. say, much better. Chip, what are you drinking? You know, I'm just drinking a little water and tea tonight. I, I had a bunch of uh, Maker's Mark whiskey last night, which is always oh. good. And probably I'm thinking tomorrow night too, uh, for yeah. the you know for the high holiday, a yeah. little uh, 
little maker's mark whiskey. Just what little- will, will you maker's mark in a big ham? You and Kim going to dive into a big Easter ham? I actually make a cup out of the ham mm-hmm. and then drink out of the ham cup. Ham cup. It's, it's salty. It's delicious. Uh, yeah, I think we're, we're doing a little seafood tomorrow night. Uh, the the missus is going to try something, and uh, we have a we have a we have a magic pot. It's called an Insta Pot. Never heard it's of it. New thing. No, I, I it's 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 just out on the market uh, where it cooks things in in an instant. You put it in, you literally for one second, and then you just you put all these cold frozen. Literally, you can put frozen ingredients in. You close the lid for literally an instant. Open it up, comes out a fully cooked meal. So you're so, saying if I took a, a twelve pack of popsicles, yes, and I just put that in there. I'd get something delicious. Yeah, you pull it out, the popsicles would be ready as soon as you pulled it out. That's the thing. Most of the time, like when you have to, you know, find time to like, you know, get the kids showered and homework, and then you want to cook some popsicles, you just don't have time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Chip, we're speaking of, let's get excited for the summer. Yeah. I touched on my summer jobs. I really don't know what you did during the summer growing up. I can't even imagine. It's I, I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, kind of like you. I didn't stick to one thing. I did my first I, I, I mowed some lawns as mm-hmm. a 13 year old, probably 12, 13 year old. I had that. And then uh, I got a job at a little place called you may remember this, but you, you grew up in New Jersey. So you probably wouldn't. Uh, some of our listeners might be uh, a little place called I got it at Gary's. Does that name sound familiar to you at all? Mm-hmm. I got it at Gary's. Terrible, yeah. terrible name, but memorable. Yeah. It was a it was a drugstore. It's a pharmacy. It was sort mm-hmm. of like a mom and pop CVS. Uh, they, there was a small chain that about seven of them in the Philadelphia suburbs. It was called I Got It at Gary's, and I worked there as a stock as a stock boy, stocking their shelves. I was employee of the month a number of times. Never employee of the season though. Never employee of the season. So it's something I can work towards someday. Yeah. Um, I was also a landscaper. A lot of landscaping. A lot of mowing lawns. A lot of weed whacking. That was. Yeah. Weed whacking was my least favorite thing because that's the low man on the totem pole. I was going to say that's the entry level landscaper is the weed whacker. And I was an idiot too because I wouldn't wear long pants. I would wear shorts and and it's just gravel. I would just have chunks of gravel in my shin the entire time. Um, The one thing we do, do you remember the department store best of course. We sort of target yeah, before yeah. target best. There was the best catalog that would come out every year, uh, like the Sears catalog, and you would yeah. pick out what you want for Christmas. Uh, it was called Best, and it was it was adjacent to the King of Prussia Plaza. It was mm-hmm. right across the street from the plaza. It was in the complex, but there was just a parking lot, and the parking lot had all these islands, you know, like the little grass islands yep. every once in a There was like 20 of them in this big parking lot, and the boss would just drop me off in the morning – with a, a can of uh what was it called 50 uh, the the w40 dw, DW the, the the whatever the mix is is like i think it was like 50 percent oil and gasoline whatever that's called i forget what it's called and uh you so you'd have that it's called an arnold palmer an arnold palmer he would, he'd leave me with a tank of arnold palmer the weed whacker some extra weed whacker twine and my thermos of water and he would just leave me there for like four hours <laughs> and i would just had to i just had to weed whack all of the islands and that was uh that was so, but then what you wanted to do is you would want to graduate to the X mark, the X marks, those big walk behind. Yes, oh, of course, gigantic Zamboni yep. of the mm-hmm. things, and I learned how to do that. And the next summer, I got to do the X mark, which is just way more fun. I mean, so just, totally fun. It's the Cadillac of of landscaping. Now so you did, said uh, you said you worked at Best. By you, us, we. So, so I didn't, I, I worked oh, for, I for just, oh, we worked I just, company. for the landscaping company and we had a contract with best. Yes. By us, there was best, but before best, there was this 
up and coming store that it didn't catch on. It was called Pete Best. Oh, okay. Right. And he kind of fell by the wayside and then Best just took over. And- just took over. I get you. I, I 100% understand. Yeah. I mean, I would be, I'd be upset if I were him, but yeah. yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Regrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was also a, uh, I worked at a summer camp for a number of years and a day camp. So it was just, it wasn't like a nice Friday the 13th kind of summer camp where, yeah, there was no murders, but you know, it wasn't a nice overnight. It was just a day camp for the local township. And that was maybe my least favorite job of all time. And of course I'm getting ready to be a teacher. This is, (laughs) And I hated it so much. And literally because it was such a, it was such a low budget situation. It was it was sort of funded through the township parents paid like a hundred dollars yeah and they you would take their kid every day five days a week the entire summer for like a hundred dollars yeah. i mean it was ridiculous uh they and they would give us like three kickballs and some pipe cleaners <laughs> and be like well entertain them for eight hours and we it, they were we they were at each elementary school so you would have the gymnasium of the elementary school yep. and then outdoors and that's all you had that's all you had so you had to have lunch every day. You had to do arts and crafts. You had to play sports and other games. And I was the head counselor the one year. And I mean, it was just, it was Lord of the flies. Cause it's just high school and college kids in charge of children yeah. ages five to 13. And there would be about a hundred kids and it's, you know, summer camp. And you know, so it'd be, it would be a hundred degrees every day. Yeah. And there would be about five nice days where people, kids would want to go out and play capture the flag. And the rest of the time it was literally, and there's no air conditioning. So it was literally yeah. just trying to keep these kids. It was like, I would say it's probably not, on, I've never been to the detention centers uh, on the border. This is what it was. This is what it was like. These, these children, these poor children just, uh, just, just dehydrated and just lying around. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, do you want to watch space jam again? On the tiny computer and the, the the tiny TV on the rolling cart at the end of the hot, sweaty yeah. gymnasium, and they're like, "Sure, we can't go outside and play kickball one more time." Uh, yeah, that was my least favorite job. My favorite job, though, I did that for two summers, and also for two summers, I had another job. It's my favorite job of all time to this day. I worked at a video store. Oh. I worked at Superstar Video, which is mm-hmm. a there's a small chain in the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia, and then they had some in Florida, which is very interesting. So there's some in Philly, some in Florida, F- superstar video, favorite job of all time. So I would, during the day, I would do the day camp. And then at night I would go to the video store, work at the video store. And then one of my favorite things that I did was the summer after my junior year of college. So I just literally just turned 21. I would work all day at the, the summer camp, go then work a five hour shift at the video store. Then on my way home from the video store, I would stop by Rita's Water Ice, where my brother worked. Jesus. And he would slip me a free pint of water ice, mm-hmm. of the, you know, fa- of the flavor of my choosing. And then I just had a bottle, of, a handle of gin at home. <laughs> and I would just pour the gin into the water ice and eat that and watch free movies that I would take home from the video store. And it was great. Life was good. Life was simple and good. And life was great. I, 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 my buddy, Adrian D. Giovanni, who is now an actor and a writer. He, he's the guy we, we work together. Uh, And and what we would do is we were both in college, but we grew up right. He went to Narstown high school. I went to Methacton and uh, we, we had a lot of friends in common. We were both in the music and theater departments and we had, we had a lot of friends in common, but we would 
come home from college, we went to different colleges, but every summer and then every break, Christmas break, spring break, we would work at the video store together. And we would just get into misadventures all the time. And like, like we made a deal with the gals at the Starbucks next door. They just came out with these newfangled things called Frappuccinos. Uh, yeah. So the girls would give us these newfangled Frappuccinos for free. And then we would give them free movies. You know, that was, nice. that was the one deal. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I loved the, the video store uh, more was than it. I, was it one of those things where you see people in movies and TVs where the video store guy, the guy behind the counter is all is always doling out advice to people. How, like what did people come up to you and be like, Hey, what should I watch? What should I rent? Was that that was the fun thing? part because we would, some people would, and then you would get to know people. You would get regulars, you know, all so right. regulars come in and then you would know them and be like, Oh, we know you love this. Have you seen that? You know, have you seen this? And then we would get into it and give them recommendations. And like they, for, for instance, just yeah. to, like they've rented Police Academy one and two. And if I was the guy behind the counter, yeah. I'd probably say you might like Jaws three D. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Exorcist Jaws three D. Something with a right. little bit more. Yeah. Something that's a little dangerous. Mm -hmm. I, that's what I would go with. Something maybe three dimensional. Let, let's uh, do a little role playing. You're okay. behind the counter, right? Go ahead. I, I come in and I'm like, um, I don't, I don't like anything um, too scary, and I don't like anything too funny, and um, I do enjoy romantic comedies. Okay, have you seen Tootsie? Uh, no, is is it good? Great movie, uh, you'll love it. There is some humor in it, but it's it's more about the heart of it. Uh, yeah. So I I would try Tootsie. Great. Yeah. You want to do another? Yeah, I, try I just another? wanted to bring you back to that. Yo, I, I feel like I'm back behind really? the register right now. Try, try another. I feel like I'm rewinding some videos. Go ahead. Try, try another one. All right. I walk up. I'm like, oh, hey, buddy. I just got a uh, got a new Betamax. Okay. Very excited. Great. Um, I like what? How do you put it? I like I like romantic comedies with a lot of not heart um, nudity. Okay. Like the most nude movie I could see that's not rated X. Okay. That I could literally take home. Have you seen Tootsie? Oh, no, I haven't. Is it good? Yeah, I would try Tootsie. Great movie. Great movie. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's the way. That's, that's the way. Like, do it. One of my favorite things about working there was, you know, you would have to give you would give your phone number. That's usually what it was. You, 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 I don't even know if we had cards. I think it was just, yeah. you would just give the phone number and that was what your, um, your, your, your account was linked to. So then it would go into your account and then a computer screen would come up and it would show like if you had any late fees or anything. And then there were, then you would go to a second screen and the other screen was just notes. So if you ever, if there was like a dispute about a late fee, you would mark that in, or if there was, a damaged product, you know, you, you would, you would put that in there. And because, you know, some people would, if there was somebody who would always turn in things late and then always argue, be like, look, in the last month, you've argued three times about late fees. We know you're bullshitting us, you know, so yeah. you just keep it. Well, what, what me and Adrian would do is we would make really derogatory comments about the people. Well, there was a guy who definitely, it, it was, it was definitely a hairpiece he was wearing. Mm -hmm. So, we would just like, and he was, he was very pretentious and he would say things like, oh, boy, that movie wasn't that, he would watch like an action adventure movie or, you know, like a sci-fi. And he'd be like, uh, the, my favorite thing, he was like, boy, that movie wasn't that great, but it was a visual feast. 
It was a visual <laughs> feast. And so, and we would just, so we would make fun of him. He's so pretentious and he had this hairpiece. So we would just like write terrible things. And then people would see it. And after a while he got wise because oh. new people would come through and then they would sort of giggle when they would come to this that. And he's like, what's written on there? Is there something written on there? But, <laughs> and then we would all, we would have to erase it. So he wouldn't see it. Um, uh, there was another one too, where some people would, you would have to give a code word because some people would just give a fake number. Mm-hmm. And like, if that happened, so it was, I think it was their, their cat's name oh. that they would you would have to say. So I'd be like, and I understand you have a password. And then they would have to say the cat's name. And there was a, a girl who, who went to my high school who I didn't know. And she was like, Miss Popular, Miss whatever. And like, I, you know, it was like, I, I didn't care. And it was so embarrassing because I would make her say it every time because like, I didn't know. And she was just, she, she wasn't the nicest person just from what I had heard or seen. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I understand there's a, she's like, we go to school together. I was like, I'm sorry. I just need, and she would just lean in and there'd be busy. And she would just lean in and have to go Skittles. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me, what? She was like, Skittles. I'm like, okay. And every time she would come in, I mean, it was weekly. She'd be in there. I was I always up. She's just like, uh, we go to school together. Could yeah. We I'm like, I'm sorry. Dance? Can you just, what is the name? <laughs> Skittles. Now, Chip, if you had the chance to, I know you've said this before, if you could do anything right now, you would love to open your own video store. Yeah. Right. If people were still buying videos, let's say there's a resurgence, like there was a a vinyl resurgence. Yes. People have record stores again. So there's this video resurgence, a new contraption has made that people can watch, but they have to go to the store to get it. Yeah. What, what would you do to make your store different than the stores you grew up working in? Uh, I'd make it an experience. And this would literally be, and I'm not joking here. I wish I could own and operate a video store right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, uh, I I think we've both seen the last blockbuster that I, that I want to talk about in a second. Great documentary. Um, I wish I could, I would make it an experience. I would want it to be cool. Like a record store. Mm -hmm. I would want to have good. It wouldn't just be new releases. It would just like, you would have a good selection of like, great genre movies great classic films like you could you could find really cool fun things there would maybe be some you know i, th- I th- think there would almost be like a club that you could join where people could talk about it you make it a social thing uh, i w- here's one thing i would do um you know how they divide all of the movies into genres they would yeah. put them in different sections you know so it would be sci-fi comedy comedy horror you know you know here's the, tootsie. The new, tootsie right tootsie section right um I would have my own uh, genres. I would have my own sections in my, like, you know, of course I would, of course have, you know, I would definitely have, uh, sorry, just a second. I would definitely have, uh, you know, comedy, horror, drama. I would have all those, but I would have other sections that I think people would really enjoy that make it a little more specific. I I actually, I came up with a few ideas if you would, if you want to hear I'd love to hear them, sure. Okay, so, you know, just picture this. Like it would be a, a, a wall, a small section of that little wall. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, th- that's what it'd be. So uh, one of my sections, one of my genres would be all Dabney Coleman. Yeah. It would just be all of these videos feature the comedic actor, Mr. Dabney Coleman. Just every, you know, all Dabney Coleman all the time. Yeah. Um, another genre, animals playing sports. Oh. You know, so all of the Air Bud films. Gus, the yeah, mule that the kicks field goals. Mule kicking the field goal kicking mule, yes. the field goal kicking mule. So anytime an animal's playing sports, you, you know, like, Hey, do, do you like animals that play sports? They'd be like, yeah, go over to this section. Right. right. And then they could find it. It's um, the sections next to the, where the crowd is at the Dabney Coleman. Yes. 
section. Yeah, just right next, right, crowd, right next to Dabney right Coleman. Next to the crowd right. Yeah, just right. look for the crowd. One, one section over. Um, another genre I'd have uh, movies where you'll find out at the end that the character was dead the whole time. Oh my god! And I know that's sort of a spoiler. Spoiler chip. But some people don't like to be surprised. They want to know ahead of time that one of the characters was actually a ghost dead the whole time. True. It takes the anxiety out of out of the, the of the, the viewing. So sure, that'd be great. Yeah. I can't think of any movies, but I'm sure you being a video guy probably know a few. A lot of them. Yeah, I know a lot. Of them. Um, how about this one? Uh, medium core pornography. I mean, there's soft core, there's hardcore. <laughs> some people like a nice medium, but just yeah. medium core pornography you know just medium rare like i don't want it all the time i just want medium rare right yep uh there would be another one movies we don't want back just like these movies are so terrible rent them just don't bring them back like oh howard the duck yeah we don't need that one back just keep it just keep it this chairman of the board do you want it back or should i just no if you could just you could just take it off our hands and just just take it. We don't care what you do with it. Just as long as you don't bring it back on the premises. All right. Uh, another one. Uh, here, here's another one. Chimps. Oh. Just, I mean, who doesn't love a good monkey movie? Just if there's a chimp, if there's an orangutan, if there is a, really any oh. kind of primate that that is playing some sort of role, hopefully maybe wearing a hat. Uh, a, playing a, a, baseball with Matt LeBlanc. Exactly. Right. You know, so. Beating so, up people at a, at a dusty uh, bar with Clint Eastwood. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, that's exact. you know, you know, checking into a hotel, you know, if I'm you, not you familiar with that. Oh, uh, well, uh, I'll, I, didn't know chimps, I didn't know chimps. Chimps did that. No, they can. Yeah, they can. And they're, there's they're a movie on. all about it. You would love it. Uh, so, you know, p- people come up to me like, hey, do you have any good movies with chimps? And I'm like, as a matter of fact, we have a whole section over here. That's why I think people will keep coming back to my my one. Uh, Chip, uh, I got we got someone uh, tonight's movie club topic. The Dab Gab, how Dabney Coleman's characters are the perfect metaphor for socialism. Thank you, Derek. I, I think 100%. 100%. Yeah. You have um, a lot of dab gab, I bet, going on at the at the video store. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, also, uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist is right up your alley. So uh, uh, we're, we're, I think Kung Pao, you definitely got to watch that. That would be a section of its own, I think. It's I would Kung have Pao a- Kung Pao movies? Yeah. That's from uh, David Hill checking in with us. Yeah. Um, oh, here's another one. Um, another section that I would have, Kate Hudson-less rom-coms. Oh, I like that. If you love rom-coms, but you're not a fan of Kate Hudson. I I personally like her, but I know there are certain community out there don't like Kate Hudson, but they love rom-coms. Look, you're safe in this section. It's a a great romantic comedy. Kate Hudson was not involved at all. You, like, these are, you're 100% sure. Because if I go home, if if I fire up when I'm enjoying it, and all of a sudden, best friend Kate Hudson, you, you made sure she's not in any? Yeah, they they are one hundred percent. They've been vetted. They have been yeah. vetted. Um, films to impress your pretentious friends. Mm. So if like if you know you're going back to college and you have that roommate who's just always right. you know Casablanca, you know the uh, you know the the pawnbroker, mm. uh, you know just all of these chairman the, of the board, chairman of the board. You you would have those. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Jay, I would have a Jason Biggs section. Uh, not American Pie. So any movies that Jason Biggs are in, but not from the American Pie uh, anthology. Oh, from boy. from yeah. Um, yeah, there was Loser. I think was one of them. Loser. Yeah. I yeah. Think, so yeah, uh, there's there's a number. Saving of Silverman was that Saving him? Silverman? Another great one. Not American Pie related. How did uh, Jonathan? How did Jonathan Silverman not get that role? You know, I, I think he aged out of it. I think right. he just aged out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, he had his he had his weekend of Bernie's thing. He saved Bernie. Well, he didn't really save Bernie. I think maybe that was the problem. Right. 
Um, another section where I have space ducks. Ooh. And that's really just Howard the Duck. It would just be that one movie. Just one, maybe yeah. a few copies of that one movie. Right. But that one would actually also be in the one that we just want you to take home and not bring back. Ooh, double. Uh, uh, here, here's another section. Uh, movies with cool jet ski scenes. Oh. So it, it could be any genre, but if, if it has a cool scene where a character is riding a jet ski, some people really like that. You know, it's like, like oh, fried green tomatoes, that scene. Fried yeah, the scene in yeah. fried green tomatoes. Yeah. Oh, from, um, uh, Godfather three. Godfather three. She's, yeah. She's doing that. Yeah. A- a- absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, I'd have a section called actually just Twix bars. <laughs> okay. Where you get the, cl- what we call the clamshell of the VHS box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's not really a movie in it. It's literally just a bunch of loose Twix bars. Some people love to have that candy. It's a little shameful. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's a kid who's not allowed to have chocolate. They're like, mom, I'm going to go to the video store and rent who framed Roger Rabbit. It says who framed Roger Rabbit. Then he takes up his room, just chock full of Twix bars. I love that. I think yeah. that's great. And then uh, people, just, yeah, yeah. just, just a couple, just a couple more. Oh, no. um, yeah. Uh, this one's sort of similar with the camouflage. Uh, Police Academy movies in better movie boxes. <laughs> so it would be like, you know, uh, Police Academy three back in training, mm-hmm. but it would have like. You know, it would say Apocalypse Now on the side, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, or The English Patient, mm-hmm. but it would be, you know, it would be City Under Siege. Right. Uh, so if you wanted to have like knowing that these will be laying around in your coffee table for a couple of days. Yeah. Maybe you have some friends over. It's just best for them to see those movies as opposed to. Absolutely. I think this next one, and we just have two more here. This next one is fairly self-explanatory because. I'm sure you did this. You know, you, you would go with a with a lady friend in high school or college. Mm-hmm. You go pick out a movie, go back to your place, her place to watch the movie together. Yeah. Uh, you know, and sometimes that's hard because you like one genre, she likes another. This is the perfect section. Uh, this section would be called movies your girlfriend will like, but also has boobs. Oh, nice. Right. So it's like great love story, mm-hmm. you know, just a really sweet film, but there's some boobs in it. So it's it's kind of for everybody. And yeah, then, I, yeah, I think I mentioned Porky's too the next day or earlier. Right, exactly. Perfect, perfect example. And then finally, uh, I would have a back section, like mm-hmm. the saloon door section, but that would just be full of movies starring uh, Bill Cosby, Woody Allen, or Mel Gibson. <laughs> so you you could get you know Leonard Part Six without the shame. You know you could get. Uh, you know, Annie Hall mm-hmm. and people are like, Oh, you still support this guy. You're like, well, yeah, but you know, but it's in the back room. So you can browse those things, take them out. Nobody knows that you're getting them. I was, I was just racking my brain for a really bad, uh, what's his name? The third guy you mentioned, the Australian Mel, guy. Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson movie, uh, yeah. bird on a wire. There you go. I, I couldn't think I, I was, I thought of uh Dr. Z and the woman, but that was, uh, that was Richard Gere. Ah, uh, yeah. Damn. Good old, good old RG. Yeah. Um, Chip, I think that's great. See, that's that's the store I would go to. Yeah, that's something that I think I think it's going to happen. I think there's going to be a renaissance. I don't know the technology. Well, that's the hard part. I think that's it's not just that like, oh, I can just open a video store. Would people be willing? But it's like, where do you get the movies from? Like, will the production companies physically make dvds or the next big thing will people still own dvd players yeah i you know that's that's the problem it's not just like oh people aren't willing it's like do they even have the technology to do that anymore it's just like i started selling cds 
when my album came out in 2012 yeah. and they're selling like hotcakes. I mean, do you know how well hotcakes sell? Very they well, sell pretty yes. well. Yeah, pretty well. And that's how my album was selling. And then about two years later, by like 2014, just it just stopped. Just overnight, I'd sell 10, 15, 20 CDs a night, you know, after a show. And then it went down to nothing because just nobody, you know, nobody buys CDs. You wouldn't know anymore. what to do with them. No. Yeah. No. Wow. Yeah. How did your uh, posters and your Chip Chancher t shirt sell with your photo on it? And the- no, not well from not the get go. Well. Just from the get go. I think, I think, again, I think it was a technology thing. Yeah, that's people. Point. People haven't adopted that technology. T-shirt tech. Oh, so by the way, yeah. uh, I I watched the the last blockbuster last night. Loved it. So good. If you haven't seen it, watch the documentary on Netflix, which is kind of sad that it's on Netflix. I mean, because that was sort of a big <laughs> screw you to blockbuster. But there was wasn't there a point? I I don't want to spoil anything, but I I maybe wet the whistle of yes. people who might want to watch it. But it could be true or false that. Blockbuster had a chance to maybe buy Netflix. Yes. At one point. Yes. Uh, really, really interesting. So, you know what uh, I loved? Another little tidbit. Um, Blockbuster, when they were at their, their height of they could do no wrong, they had uh, four people go out as like the Blockbuster squad, and two of the people were two famous comedians. Yes. Which I Hilarious. thought was awesome. When they interviewed the one comedian who's comedic actor. And he's like, yeah, I had the greatest deal. I would go with two girls and this other guy who happened to be a super big comic. And we would just drive around and be the blockbuster squad. Yeah. That really made me like harken back to those times where companies like that had their like street teams and their, mm. it was so cool. So yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're really rooting for that, that one store. And at the end, the whole, buildup is will there will they get renewed for another year or so yeah uh and i thought it was really well done yeah it was it was great and it just makes me miss i just wish i could go to a go to a video store because you know you have everything at your fingertips but it's just too much and you can't see it i just like going to a place where you can i mean that's where i learned about movies yeah Yeah. i as a as a child like i still remember my dad bringing home i think it was indiana jones was the first movie he brought home. It was, you know, 84 or whatever. I was very little. And he brought home The Wizard of Oz one time. I was like, this is great. We can watch it in our own home. And then we just grew up going. I mean, my brother and I would walk or ride our bikes to the video store and spend hours in there, like learning about films and learning about, you know, and just, uh, you know, that we wouldn't have gotten if even if we did have all of the technology that we do today, because, you know, you find that one very specific thing that you like, and then they just keep sending you the same Oh, if you like the office, you'll like 30 rock, but it's like, yeah. they just keep that same shot. So you're not going to go out on a limb and be like, what's this weird horror movie about? Or what's this crazy, you know, crazy film with a cool, you, you know, a poster, you know, cover yeah, to it. Yeah. And, uh, or, or have the guy behind the counter where you can be like, Hey, uh, you know, can you suggest a really good documentary? And he's like, yeah, check out this one. Chip, that was maybe the quickest hour and a half, uh, show we've done. Well, I mean, it, you know, I mean, going into it, I mean, we did have Bruce Springsteen and former President Barack Obama on it. Yeah, we got to apologize. If, if this last half of the show, if Chip and I have seen a little out of it, I mean, I think star, starstruck is the word. Absolutely. I was I was I was gobsmacked. Oh, by the way, Derek Lawler, are you, are you reading this right now? Yeah, let me see. Derek has been to the last blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. Pretty cool experience, but they did not have a copy of Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. So, hmm. 
Yeah, I yeah, that's that's marks against them. I got to say that marks against them. That, you can't that is... have it all, Derek. You can't go there solely focused on that one movie. I know you like to. That is the one thing I know about Derek. I've known him for years online. He'll go to specific places with that as the benchmark. If they have it, they're great. Yep. If they don't. They're not. Understood. Understood. Like, do you like? I remember going to record stores and going to a record store, and I would purposely go to certain sections, be like, "Oh, let's see if uh, they have uh, Archers of Love section." Yeah. If they didn't. I'd be like, hmm, "Yeah, right." I yeah. It's and and then you're like, "Yeah, I, this this doesn't have my vibe." I remember going into one. I met this girl. We went into this record store, and I asked the guy. I was like, "Do you have Mojo Nixon?" And he goes, "He don't work here." Oh. Wow. And I was like, "Oh no, that's not." That was not what I what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Is that a, that's a true story, huh, Chip? Uh, that's one hundred percent true story that happened okay. to me. It just totally happened to you. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. Just it's, it seems a little familiar. With, so. Yeah. Yeah. He's and then I went. Uh, then we went and we um, we went to a, a pizza uh, place right after that. Can I just guess? Did you have tea or did you ask for tea at the pizza place? Well, we we asked for tea. We, we asked for some tea. Yeah. We asked for some hot tea, yeah. and the waitress was like, "We only have it iced." Oh, iced. Yeah. yeah, I think I think maybe you told me that story before. That's why I remembered it. Yeah. There is a uh, I'm breaking character here, Jeff, <laughs> uh, but there is a great video. Have Have you ever seen YouTube? Speaking of videos, mm-hmm. it is a website that has a lot of great videos. There is a YouTube video of Mr. Ben Gibbard. Who, who I've become a who I you know I didn't know a lot about Death Cab in yeah. at when they were at their height of their popularity I was I kind of just shrugged I was like yeah. yeah they're probably not great they're I have become a big fan and Ben Gibbard great singer songwriter he would there's a video of him at maybe the Tower or somewhere in Philly he was doing a live acoustic show just him and he does an acoustic version of Punk Rock Girl in Philadelphia oh, wow. and it is in it's a folky version of Punk Rock Girl and yeah. Uh, amazing so look up ben gibbard punk punk rock girl by the uh by the uh the dead milkman and it's, it's great you know I, I watch a lot of youtube and i watch a lot of uh trail running and ultra running videos and it, it very funny i was just watching one it was about this guy who was trying to complete a hundred mile race and you know there's a bunch of hundred mile races out there and ben gibbard is a marathoner and he lives out there like he you know he lost a lot of weight he got into marathons and i think he's actually done a 50k now so he was part of the support crew for one of the runners and the runner was at like mile 60 and he was in bad shape he was like hitting a wall and he was just sitting in his chair and ben's trying to like get him to you know like i'm going to i'm going to pace you for the next 10 miles and you can do it. You can do it. And the guy's like, uh. and then Ben's like, I know his favorite band is Pearl Jam. So, uh-huh. so I typed in and it's either Stone Gossard or Mike McCready. Yeah. And he goes, I called him. And then, then they put up the phone and it's like one of the guys from Stone or Mike is like, Hey buddy, friends of Ben here. Heard you're trying to finish like a hundred mile race. Just want to say you can do it. And the guy's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's it. That's incredible. Cool, right. I mean, I mean, what a, <laughs> what a great, um, what a great guy to have on your support team. Like yeah, I would totally, even if he wasn't good enough to like, I'd just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll take Ben on my, my crew. Yeah, of course. Right? 100%. That'd be pretty cool. 
Wow. But it was one of those things where I'm watching this, watching this. And then they're like, oh, here's my crew. And then it just says like, um, Joe, uh, Joe Moore. It'll be like a uh, running store owner. And it'll be like Franklin Chantry. And it'll just be like orthodontist. And it was like and right. another crew, Ben Gibbard, musician. Oh, man. Now, let, let, let me ask you this. If let's say I tried to run a hundred mile race yeah. and I asked you to be on my team, yeah, on totally my, team. my support team, I'm at mile 60. I'm not doing well. Yeah. Who are you picking out of your phone to call oh. to get me uplifted and feeling, feeling well, good? I mean, honestly, you know, before today, it would probably be like, like a, like a WPRB DJ, like a John Solomon. Sure. Or like a, uh, you know, like a, a very famous Philadelphia based comedian, like a Mary Radzinski. Mm -hmm. But now I'm, I'm going straight to either Barry or the Bross. Yeah. Picture you, you know, you can do it. You know, you still, your, your quads aren't totally shredded. It's just a matter of heart. You're in that pain cave. You need to get out of it. And you just need something mentally and picture. I put the phone up to you. Mm -hmm. It's the Bross. Yeah. Wow. Or it's Barry. And he's telling you about his two favorite hot dogs. <laughs> That would make me want to get up and run. I, I got to be honest with you. That right? is, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, buddy. Well, that was fun. That was, uh, I, I think people are going to have a hard time believing that you and I scored maybe the two biggest stars in the podcast world right now. But I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. They did not, they did not disappoint. No, they did not. They did not. They were spot on. They're everything. We liked about uh liked about guests. They're mm -hmm. just riveting. Yeah. So so we tell everybody here, go check out this little podcast called Renegades, starring former President Barack Obama and uh, the boss himself, the Bross, yeah, the Bross Bruce Springsteen. Chip, got anything coming up? We want to promote anything going on? Uh, I am uh, no, I just. I, we're going to be doing more episodes of junk miles mm -hmm. and I'm looking forward to getting a, a little, uh, shot in my arm at some point. And once that, think, huh? once that does happen, then, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll be getting out there, uh, to, to start doing some dates, which, which I'm excited. Oh, to get. I, I have a bunch of new standup. I'm very excited to try it out and, uh, see if it actually works. So we'll see, uh, we'll see if that, if that works out, but I'm um, saying if you get two shots, these shots might take away your ability to do standup. Because you I, said it might not work. They, si they said that's one of the podcast that that's right. one of the side effects. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, but it's well, yeah. it's I, I, it's worth it. I think so. Right, I think so. So yeah, so um, but just follow me at Chip Chantry on all of the social medias, and uh, I, I will say I believe Franklin Chantry will be having a an Instagram page sooner than later, so you can look out for that. If you follow me on Instagram, I think you'll find that uh, there might be a Franklin instagram account and i hope he becomes more popular than i am i'm pretty sure franklin's going to be on a couple more pot he seemed to really like the mic he seemed to not want to go away no no he really he really did uh how about you jeff anything uh oh, i have absolutely nothing going on chip that's uh one of the things about me uh i'm gonna paint a bathroom coming up i think that's okay. uh, i'm pretty excited we decided on the color uh mellow mushroom i believe it's called Ooh. Mellow mushroom wow yeah fancy and um I'm waiting for some uh, grass seed to grow. Put down some baby grass seed. We call it baby grass. It's very cute. So, so you're literally watching grass grow. Yes. yes. Okay. Every day I come home. And then you'll yeah. be watching paint dry. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's that's like really exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great. 
Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, that you know what? I am so happy for you and Kim that thank you, know, you. A new member. You're Frank. A new member we, we of your are, family. We are. We are very excited too. All right, we're going to, I don't have the song to play us out, but I want to thank people who chimed in, everybody. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for, uh, or for being part of it, for being part of it. And we'll see you again soon. Picture the, the Junk Miles theme playing right yeah, now. Yeah, imagine, imagine music playing right now. Goodbye. Saturday I took a walk to zip her head I met a girl there and she almost knocked me dead Oh brother, please look at me What do you see? Let's travel around the world Just you and me, punk rock girl I tapped her on her shoulder and said Do you have a bell? She looked at me and smiled and said She did not know Punk rock girl, give me a chance Let's go slam dance We'll dress like mini pearls Just you and me, punk rock girl We went to the Philly Pizza Company And ordered some hot tea The waitress said, well, no We only have it ice So we jumped up on the table And shouted anarchy And someone played a Beach Boys song On the jukebox It was California dreaming So we started screaming On such a winter's took me to her parents for a Sunday meal Her father took one look at me and he began to squeal Punk rock girl, it makes no sense Your dad is the vice president, rich as the Duke of Earl Yeah, you're for me, punk rock girl To a shopping mall and laughed at all the shoppers And security guards trailed us to a record shop We asked for Mojo Nixon, they said he don't work here We said if you don't got Mojo Nixon then your store could use some fixing We got into a car, away we started rolling I said how much you pay for this, said nothing man Just you and me eat but banana swirl. Just you and me.